It worked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder if we can edit this afterwards. No, I think it's just going to go up raw and unfiltered. No. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Like, So should we stop this recording and then see if there's a place to edit it? Or hold on. I can probably do a Google search and see. Can you edit Anchor Podcast? Look, somebody researched this. With Anchor, you can update your podcast information. You can edit your podcast name, description, category, title, artwork, recorded audio, and more. That makes it sound like you can. All of your changes will sync everywhere your podcast is available. Editor, artwork, how and why, editing in Anchor. How to edit in Anchor. My mouse disappears on my computer after like a minute, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, how to edit an anchor? There's YouTube videos. Mm. So, it seems like it is a thing. Um, whether or Wait, not like we... it's within the app, or if you have to like bring it to an editing app and then bring it back into Anchor, I'm not sure. Oh, hey, look, I'm going to click this. It says, can you edit audio on Anchor? Anchor announced that they have made changes that will make it easier to edit audio on Anchor. You can now edit call-ins and other people's segments before adding them to your own station or podcast. Before adding your audio, choose a starting word and an end word and you're done. We're about to become rich. <laughs> it's all about the money, money, money. <laughs> no, but if you if you go on anchor.com on the actual website and log in, like the top three dashboard episodes and money. Okay, cool. Yeah. And builders. If we're, I mean, we're both very intentional people. I'm sure we can manifest some money. Okay. And it, it's in it's pertaining to what we're both passionate about, which is sharing what we've learned through our experiences. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be in a vibration of uh, abundance. So I imagine, yeah, this will be potentially very life-changing. I should ask the cards. <laughs> All right, do it. Plus, our voices are both are both nice. I feel like nice yeah. sounding. So definitely. Um, it's it's interesting. We could do so much with this. Like we'll see we'll see where it goes. But there's going to be more ideas than we'll have time for executing. I think. Gemini (laughs) (laughs) I'm 
gonna try and get on my computer, get on the website, and see if I can log in. Okay. I just brought all of my cards onto my bed. <laughs> nice. Things are gonna get crazy. <laughs> Makes me think of that meme with the uh, I forget what TV show he's from, where he's got the like wild eyes with the conspiracy, like the string going across the different photos. Bill Nye. <laughs> no, not Bill Nye. Uh... <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I Uh-oh. I don't watch the show, but that's the show that's coming to mind when his face comes up. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You use email, right? Email, yeah. Are you organized with your email or is it just kind of everything goes to the same spot? Yeah, recently I've had to create folders, so I've become a little bit more... <laughs> oh, the sun card is on the bottom. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, why? Because... Like yeah, that. I've just been sitting here scrolling down trying to find an email that I couldn't find through search. Oh. And I was like, man, I think normal people use folders. So what are you asking the cards? Uh, Literally just repeating past, present, and future of the success of this podcast. Okay, cool. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> the sun card! <laughs> what? The future! Ooh. <laughs> I'm hype. <laughs> well, you have to tell me what's going on. I would scream. <laughs> no, I would scream, but my, room- my roommate is here, so... I don't want to. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> um. Okay. So. I mean, all we really got to know is that the sun card is the future is in the future placement, and the sun is all about joy and obviously success. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe my energy was bleeding into the cards, kind of like. I was trying to get a certain outcome. I mean, not consciously, but... Uh, Maybe that's the potential future that is still up to us to do the work. Oh, yeah. Tarot is always all potential. I I guess I just mean, all right, I wouldn't Mm. be doubting uh, 
the the cards are saying that it was you put that into the cards. Oh. Yeah. So what were the other cards? So the past is Ten of Pentacles. Mm. I mean, how would it really be the past? I think it's like leading up to fuck i keep saying like i oh my gosh i keep doing this you have you probably know on my videos i um i just say like a lot and it makes me mad (laughs) i mean now that you just brought it up uh i i am aware of that but you weren't you didn't notice it before i mean it it wasn't something that I drew my attention to where, you know, I was having thoughts about it, no. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I, believe me, I've been around people that say like in a way that's annoying and I didn't even notice with you. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're like totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the present card is Mother of Cups, which is all about where we're at right now, I feel, with the creative, creativity stage. Birthing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's Mother of Cups. And then the sun. Nice. Maybe, Maybe the Ten of Pentacles, meaning we have enough that we're in a position to be sharing. Yeah. That could be it. <gasps> nice. I didn't know, but apparently I'm known for my Anna scream. Like, on my YouTube channel slash spoon. You're known for what? Your scream? Yeah, like my frustrated yell. Because there are people on there that I that I became <laughs> friends with, and they're always like, do the Anna scream. <laughs> and then they try to trigger me on purpose, because that's the only time that I really do the scream, the yell, whatever it is. Yeah. Is it just like exasperation? Kind of, yeah. So did you um, figure out whatever you wanted to figure out online? Um, Well, I'll tell you where I'm at. Uh, I'm sitting here at the login and I don't remember what email I used and I didn't want to 
like hit the home button on my phone while we were recording because I wasn't sure if it would exit. Mm. Like mess it up. Um, I pressed the home and it actually wait, we haven't done this before, never mind. Well, I just did it now and it still says I'm recording through anchor. Oh, okay. Let's Rude, see. you're gonna hang up on me just like that. <laughs> well, I thought I thought you said I just hit the home button and you're fine, so I went to do oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, I forgot my password. gonna happen if I reset my password while I'm save password uh let's just not it asked me if I wanted to save my password after I hit reset password I still hear you flipping your cards. Are you doing another reading? Yeah, I just did with the oracle cards. The angel guidance, same past, present, future. For the past, I got notice the signs. For the present, I got uh, trustworthy guidance. And for the future, I got reward yourself. Nice. I ate cereal two two times today for breakfast and for dinner. Same kind. Uh, two two different cereals. What what were your choices? I love bare naked. No one knows that one, but it's so good. It's granola, and then there were chocolate chips and cashews. Oh jeez. Yeah, and like I think cacao coke. I don't know how oh, to say cool. it. Yeah. The yeah. healthy chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard of whatever, the Bare Naked cereal, but not in like the last six years. <laughs> um, I'm an old lady. Not even like that, I guess. I feel like it's is it on the shelves? Because I sit there and look through the cereal aisle and look at all the cereals. I don't remember seeing that shit. Yeah, it's usually farther away from or further away from all of the boxes. It's not in a box. It's in uh, oh. more of a flexible material. I don't know what it's called. Maybe plastic? Yeah. Like a plastic bag? Yeah. But more sturdy. That's why I don't know the word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I logged in. So, oh, I see the setup monetization enable monthly. Yeah. Yeah, I think this would just take a couple hours to focus and figure out how to 
to do this and then we'd be we'd be going wait what do you need a couple of hours for setting up like organizing what is organizing (laughs) (laughs) yeah what is organizing uh interesting I'm wondering where where that energy is coming from. Cause what I do would, you mean? Well, I would have attributed it to like earth energy, but it's definitely not because it prevents me from grounding uh, my creation. Mm-hmm. Wait, the fact that you want a few hours to like to organize yeah. on the website? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's like before I create, I want to. I don't know. It feels like structure for me that if I create a structure, it's like railroad tracks. It feels like I have to lay down some track so I'm free to run. Mm. Um, just in that, I could see having a podcast where for like an hour, we're kind of a little just merge into all kinds of things. But then I could also see having a podcast where we're devoting the time intentionally to specific things. Uh, And I guess I feel like it's easy for me to intake content when it is the shorter, more like direct, like I I know what I'm intaking, uh, generally speaking. I do like those rambling two hour things but it's harder Mm -hmm. to know what I'm getting into or find the part of it that covers like what I'm wanting if I if I only have so much time or whatever so I guess Mm -hmm. I guess there's some words to the feelings that I'm experiencing as far as setting up the podcast yeah you just want clear focus direction yeah so that it's easy to navigate for people Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Shout out to my YouTube channel, everyone. Go follow it. It's conscious. T- Hell yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> every minute on the podcast we have, I'm gonna be doing that. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> All right, we're gonna hold on for this special message, Anna. Go ahead. <laughs> That's going to be so much, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also would love to get to a point where hook up some of those sounds. And you know that, uh, you know that noise? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be fun to do. (laughs) Like announcing that you're going to drop your (laughs) YouTube channel. Do you know that there's an option to put sounds I saw the the music thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, that's another thing like that I would want to figure out. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling after we finish recording, we can edit everything and put things in. Okay. Because obviously we can't do anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we were like advanced and had our computer set up to where we also had a soundboard and we could. Yeah. We'll get there, or if not together, then I think the work that we're doing now will set us up for 
work that we continue to do. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is the answer to my prayers. <laughs> what prayers? The jobless pay. Play, pay wait what? <laughs> prayers. Jobless apples. Pears. Prayers. Um, yeah, I feel you. This is something that I've been trying to manifest for like four years and I've experienced a lot that I I feel has been prepping like my vibration to be a match for doing this. And mm. I know enough about patience to not make assumptions, but intuitively, I feel pretty good about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even as we're recording right now, I don't know, I feel like it'll be interesting. Like, there's a lot of potential, it feels like. Yeah. And then when we get down to, like right now, we're literally just spitballing and and thinking, holding space to brainstorm and think about what we'd like to create. And Mm -hmm. once we actually do start, like, all right, now we're doing, like, these questions or whatnot and creating an episode, I feel like, I feel like that's we're both going to feel how powerful that is as we're creating it. Mm. I'm already tingling a little bit about, about all that. Do you feel it? Do you feel the power? I, I feel it. Let's <laughs> rule the galaxies together. With our new power, we can rule the galaxy together. <laughs> have written on sticky notes on my desk like right next to my bed I have uh, what am I good at and then the other is what experiences do I want to have and I've been trying to just keep those two questions like present uh, just to be Because too often we think about the things that we're not good at and we focus on those when Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to be good at everything. We're like, we have each other and we all have things that we're good at and we have people that are good at the things we're not to support us. Um, So to like really be thinking about, and then also something that I appreciate about you was, I don't remember specifically what you were talking about, but we were talking about, an aspect of yourself that you really liked and I could see that you got hit with the some people could take this the wrong way that I'm being prideful or like arrogant about this but it was Mm -hmm. obvious that that's not the way that you meant it yet you still got hit with that energy because that's such a strong thing in the collective that we don't feel like we can acknowledge the things that we feel good about ourselves for because we Mm. think that equates to being arrogant and we know nobody is kind to someone they think is arrogant Um, and we all know how we've judged arrogant people and so we don't want to come across that way and so oftentimes we don't 
talk about the things that we're good at. So like this question, that's like, what am I good at? Of almost like permission and encouragement to be thinking about that and to be acknowledging that and to be telling yourself that, Hey, I know that you don't mean that in a prideful way. I know that you have a shit ton of humility. I know that you care and have a good heart. And, and so you don't need to worry about other people thinking that you're being prideful for acknowledging what you're good at and wanting to be able to share that with people and be open Mm -hmm. about it. Are you talking about that text that I sent today? Um, with about my roommate? No, not at all. Am I oh. adri- am I addressing that unintentionally? Well, <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me see if I can go to home. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Well, then, wait, what did I say for that? Like, when was I addressing that I was being prideful? Um, This was in one of your videos. um, And you were saying something about a ability that you have. Like a spiritual gift that you have. Oh, like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I could see in your eyes that you got hit with the thought forms accusing you of that's that you meant it uh, mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't. And yeah. I resonate with that because I'm so used to people taking me the wrong way. Oh, mm-hmm. that was another thing that I felt was really special about what you and I are doing is that, you know how yesterday you were like, uh, you you were like, can I clarify something uh, with you about, you wanted to know if about my comments or whatever made you feel like I saw the world in a certain way Mm -hmm. and you wanted to clarify. And then you gave me space to, uh, say where I was coming from mm. and yeah. that is an experience I have not been having my whole fucking life mm. um, is that people assume what I meant and then they take me the wrong way and I never understand what I did to like make them not trust me anymore and I never have a chance to explain myself and I feel like that. I mean, that's playing out through me, but that's something that everybody experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I was thinking about that after we got done on the phone, how much I appreciated that. Um, that you cared enough to ask that you weren't just going to make assumptions about what I meant and just hold that to yourself, that there was that desire to because those are all things that affect the way that you see a person and it affects the way that you interact with that person and I think it's so important to hold that space for each other I think that's missing (laughs) yeah assume nothing and question question everything I like that yeah I like that too 
And then obviously the what experiences do I want to have? That's another thing that I think we're in such a, a lack mind state of like only taking what we absolutely need. And like, there's all sorts of poverty mindsets and tricks that mm-hmm. have been handed down to us generationally. Um, but I know for me growing up, the way that played out was my dad would say, uh, he said it was Ben Franklin. I'm not sure if it's actually Ben Franklin, but he would be like, blessed is the man with no expectations for he shall not be disappointed. And so as a child, I just kind of learned not to want anything Mm -hmm. and to not have an opinion on what was given to me because like you get what you're, you get what you get. Um, and there wasn't an option for me to choose like what I wanted. Uh, so I learned to not want and not look to have experiences and not, you know, be hopeful about those things. Therefore I wasn't ever manifesting those situations because I was, I never, I, the way I perceived myself was not good enough to have Uh, or I'm just not the kind of person that has those opportunities. And I think that's something that a lot of people can resonate with of comparing themselves to other people and thinking that there's some sort of earning of being good enough for knowing the right people or like we place it all on the outside uh, reality of why we can't experience things and I think when we think about what experiences do I want to have we're priming ourselves to have those experiences are you sure you need another person for this I feel like you've got this all (laughs) on your own (laughs) oh I appreciate that but honestly like it'd be hard for me to just talk to my phone why Um, though because I'm getting feedback with you being here with me. And Mm. I also firmly believe that our, the way that when you're thinking about this topic and Mm -hmm. I feel like connecting that stream of consciousness, I'm able to download more insights than when I'm just on my own. Mm. You're like, you're like bringing in an awareness that whether it's my Gemini, my mutable air of like being able to adapt the way that I'm communicating for the person that I'm talking to. I think that could be mm-hmm. part of it. Um, but like it, it allows me to get really clear on how I explain something when somebody's here with me. Mm-hmm. Plus I've, I 100% believe you have stuff to add to these topics. That was just something I've been thinking about <laughs> the last couple um, of days. I don't think I can talk for as long as you can. Like, I don't have as many words. That doesn't matter. That means yours will be more succinct and hit harder. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I don't know how to use them, but I have some runes that I want to learn how to use. Ooh. Yeah. My one ex used to have runes and I kept I like I always wanted to try them, but then our relationship ended and I never got to try them. <laughs> I was so upset. Uh, they are black onyx with little mm. gold etching and then I have like this little gold foil looking bag, like the little sack. Um mm-hmm. And it makes me think of, like, uh, back when people used to pay each other with little sacks of gold coins. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'd totally let you use them um, if, if there was a way of doing that. Send them. My address is 2400 no, no, no. Millersville Road. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. I made that up. <laughs> Every, everybody, send her, send her your fingernails. Oh my god! Ew! <laughs> no. <laughs> Where do you get these ideas? They just come to me like in the moment. <laughs> My Aries moon. Going to the money section on Anchor. I just keep looking at it. It looks so good. And then it even has your wallet and sponsorships. Um, okay. I mean, I think I think it's a relevant time to be considering that, considering um, not being able to work in the way that we normally do. I don't think that's just a uh, a personal thing I think that's a uh, collective shift that we're having in the way yeah. that with all money and all that uh, with Saturn and Pluto conjuncting and Capricorn uh, on January 13th I think it was that's kind of when things started changing mm-hmm. uh, and so the work that we're doing on our individual lives has a direct ripple in the collective, not necessarily the other way around. So I do think it is up to us to figure out ways of creating that in our own lives. And so Mm -hmm. I do feel like the timing is right. Uh, Like I feel zero pressure about it. Like I feel like it's going to be very natural that we already want to create this podcast and we're definitely going to tap into the money aspect of it and it's going to go hand in hand because it's less to do with doing something we don't want to do to support ourselves like to survive than doing what we're passionate about and being taken care of Mm -hmm. 
And then yeah, I keep watching videos where I hear people saying that that after all of this, every most people are gonna be having uh, businesses at home and doing everything at home online, like even school. Yeah, um, I th- like I think there will be more stuff online, but I think there will also be more community. I think there'll be more time for community because all that stuff is online Mm -hmm. Um, because we're moving towards more connection and we know that the internet in and of itself does not connect us. We have to be intentional about it Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's definitely not a substitute for face-to-face interaction and connection. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Are you drinking water? No. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. I didn't... What? I'm so confused. I feel a weird energy. I mean, I, my mouth might have smacked and I might have licked my lips, but I'm not drinking water. You smacked your lips? Like that? Is that what you heard? Man, when you suggested water, it made my mouth dry, though. Oh. That's drinking water. Okay, I heard that. What the hell? (laughs) Still a weird energy. I just don't like feeling like someone is hiding something from me. Because that's kind of what where my life was at. But how about this? <laughs> how about that? Okay, now my room smells. Oh, you got that all over my laptop. My laptop's so wet. It's I making me it. sneeze. Oh. Now the room smells like pineapple. Because nice. pineapple essential oil. Huh? I said that's a safe smell. Yep. Because it's usually a safe word. Wait, what? Um, pineapple? Yeah, that's usually like the word people joke around as being their safe word for the bedroom. Why are you talking quietly about it? (laughs) Because I don't want anybody to hear me talking about sex. Why not? Honestly, I wasn't intentionally being quiet. I have so many things to say about pineapples in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Let's tell it. Well, go ahead. Tell everybody. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Is that why you're whispering? 
Two can so you're gonna whisper the, the secret? No, it's a mystery. Alright. Well, I'm Sherlock Holmes. Nice to meet you. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an ASMR um podcast. Alright. How about this? At first, I thought you were biting into an apple. Now I'm not sure. What the heck is Still not sure? You're eating. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it sexual related? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Uh, it's, a, it's a Granny Smith. I don't know what that is. It's those sour green apples. Oh, it is an apple. Mm-hmm. Dan, you took like five bites. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to a- ASMR this shit. <laughs> it was very pleasing. Good. Do you feel like refreshed at all? I Nourished? Do. I feel my energy is tingling, and I think I'm I'm about to reach nirvana after that. Nice. You probably don't need a doctor either, because you just vicariously uh, receive the benefits of me eating the apple. Yeah. Speaking of, medication is a lie. Everyone, they're making you pay for all that medication, but really, it's poisoning your soul. Truth, truth. <laughs> segue into also well before we go into that I should probably go find his name but there's a doctor that his whole work of research was figuring out what substances that you could uh, intake Mm -hmm. would stimulate your sexual organs and they've been putting that in all our big pharma drugs and that coincides with all the suggestiveness, because that was the other uh, part of the programming. So it connects to a bigger picture that not only is it poison, it also causes one to function outside of the ways that are natural to a human. Wait, I'm confused. They add something to medications that make people feel hornier? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And then all our media is super suggestive. That's not an accident either. It's not just advertising. It's to put you in a state of being where you're not focused. What's the point of... Putting that stuff in medication to make us hornier. I don't get it. To control um, us? Yes. Like, why? Why? Part of the agenda. Um, because it, it directly ties into what Pornhub is also supplying. It's to get everybody using their sexual energy and wasting it instead of putting it 
towards, you know, helping the world. Oh, that makes sense. Now it makes sense why my sex drive has been high after taking the escitalopram, however the fuck you say it, Lexapro. Hmm. Interesting. Or it could just be because yeah. I'm in 20 now. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a lot of factors and it's going to be hard to pinpoint exactly what's going on because everything affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is evidence of this existing of this intention and uh stuff going on So I'm going to pick a number between 1 and 3,000. Eight. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> okay. What do you most dislike about your appearance? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there are a few things. Can I say a few things? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay, um, my moles, my big nose, and how skinny I am. There. Mm. Also, my skin issues, weird skin issues on my neck, like weird patches. But that's not so bad. Uh, So should I answer this question too? Sure. Um... My crooked nose, which is also big, um, my eye contact is, like, my eyes, I mean, it's an energy that I have that um, a lot of people are aversive to because I kind of see through their ego, and that makes people uncomfortable, Mm. but because I've, for so long, was gaining awareness of myself through other people and the way that they reacted to me. Mm-hmm. It's made, it's made me insecure about when people make eye contact with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm super fucking skinny and I'm kind of self-conscious about that. Uh, I carry myself like I'm a bigger person than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm 6'3 and like 155 pounds. Mm, I can't. And when I was when I was at the doctor the other day, uh, I had to do it over the phone because you know the whole virus thing. And she was asking me my weight. I said 155, or as she said my height. I said 6'3. She said my weight. I said 155, and she said, "You mean 255?" <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, no, 155. She's like, oh, okay. Wow. You're skinny. I was like, uh, yeah, very skinny. <laughs> Growing up, I'd get called toothpick or uh, beanpole. I can't believe Gum- you're 6'3. Gum wrapper. Yeah. Why can't you believe I'm 6'3? 
You were... and I was I was born on six dash three. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. You seem I mean from the pictures short. Like <laughs> I mean kind of. Like from the pictures that I saw, I thought you'd be like five eight, five nine. Or from the so, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> I mean not disappointing, just expect for I don't have expectations. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say. Definitely. You didn't expect me to be that tall. Yeah. Um, yeah. How tall do you think I am? Mm-hmm. 5'8 or 5'9? What? <laughs> do you really think five, I'm four, tall? 5'4, five, 5'4. Four, five, four. Do, do I really look tall? Um, it's really impossible to say, because, like, how am I supposed to know if you have eight-foot ceilings or ten-foot ceilings? I don't know. Intuition? (laughs) I also wasn't, like, paying attention to your height. Oh, um, yeah, I'm five, three and three quarters, so pretty much five, four. No, I'm still a foot taller than you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, because 5363. <laughs> I wonder if the audio is going to pick up on my movement because I'm moving a lot. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm using my headphones, and I know the little speaker or microphone is moving. Uh, oh, yeah, because when you were eating the apple, it was farther away. No, I put it right next to my mouth when I bit into the apple. <laughs> Did you put the microphone right in your mouth so we could get the full extent? <laughs> I dare you to put the microphone in your mouth. <laughs> How am I supposed to chew with it in my mouth? Just chew around it. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not like it goes in on its own. There's like the cord. Um... Alright, I'll try this. I'm gonna ruin my fucking Beats headphones. Uh... Don't choke. (laughs) I've tried to do it like inside my mouth, but outside of my teeth. Oh. (laughs) Alright, I give up. Oh, I'm so hungry. There's no food. Just kidding. There is food. It's just the same food every goddamn day. Go eat a bean or something. Go eat a bean? <laughs> yeah. I'm literally looking at my pantry and there's nothing. Okay, there's a lot of food, but... Pick another number. Pick another number. Oh, oh, okay. Um, 278. 278. If you could bankrupt one person or company, who would it be? 
<laughs> Trump. <laughs> nice. It's not even a question. <laughs> if I could bankrupt someone, uh, I'm going to say, um, I'm trying to remember which one is still alive, but whatever the Rothschild dude is. Mm-hmm. People who own the Federal Reserve. I'm probably going to... that's all based on debt, but he has money. Oh. You're probably going to what? I'm probably going to sound ignorant, but I don't know. I mean, I've heard of Federal Reserve. I don't know exactly oh, what it is. Um, it's... It's, um, who owns our money. It's the banks, and it's owned by England, and it's actually who the United States is owned by. We were sold to the banks back in 1870, like 1871, I think. Uh, it became the Constitution of the United States instead of Constitution, Constitution for the United States. And with Social Security and all that, we are literally products we are slaves, and it's debt-based, based off of us. Um, this is why I don't understand it. It sounds complex. It is complex. It's basically what... It's, it's monopoly, basically, and mm. um, it's the game of life that we've been participating in that is uh, in the process of being destroyed and replaced. Um, the American Treasury took over the Federal Reserve last week, and that was super major. They've, they've been literally the wars that have been happening, the toppling of governments, uh, they've been toppling the countries that do not want a Rothschild-owned bank in their country. The United States Army or whatever military has been used to do that under the guise of, you know, the safety of the world is to set up their banks. Like, it goes deep. I'm super into sociology and history and what actually has been fucking everything up. Uh and what's interesting is it's like as I do work on myself, I stumble across things in our past that directly relate to like that trauma and that way of thinking. It's it's pretty pretty wild. Mm. But yeah. I that that was like a speck of what's going on, but I could get carried away, so I don't want to offer more information than you want to talk about that stuff. <laughs> to be honest, I have no interest in any government, any politics, anything related to this in history. History you... was my least favorite class. I hated government history. I could not could get you... into it. Could you see yourself as a world leader? Mm, no. I mean, I joke about becoming president, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, I just mean, if you've got the 
perspective and ideas for how uh, you think you could help your country or, or whatnot. It's just people in power, shit happens to them. Like, people will kill them or, like, just bad things happen. I mean, I get it. It's a sacrifice to make. But will I make that sacrifice? I don't For know. Sure. I, get, I, I get what you're saying. I think there... That is changing. I think we're going to have... Um, a regeneration of what government means. Mm. And world leaders, that's going to mean something entirely different. It's not going to be who's pulling the big strings, running the world. It's going to be the people who are actually representing and connected to the people of their country. Mm. Like what, what the structure that we supposedly were taught where, oh, you have a state representative and they represent your state and what all the people that bullshit they work for the government and they they relay to the people what the government <laughs> decided. Mm. Um, and I, I think there's going to be a change coming pretty soon in regards to all that. That's just why there's so much revolution happening in so many countries. Mm-hmm. There's also some pretty major stuff going on with the human trafficking that has been going on for thousands of years um but i mean obviously it's modernized in our current day and age but um well time will tell but i think in the next couple of weeks we might find that uh our military has been making rescue missions to bring all these kids up from the underground like ugh, that's a whole topic that maybe now is not a great time to get into but I guess it's like I want people to be aware but I don't want to explain it for them I want people to do their own research because it's some heavy stuff right but yeah I think our world in general is about to have a big old shock of what has been going on and we're going to be forced to face ourselves because we've all partaken in mindsets that have allowed for people to do really crummy things to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had a lot of narcissistic mentalities that even if we weren't physically doing stuff, we've all participated in these thought processes, which has co-created a reality that that stuff can exist. And so being able to acknowledge and bring love and light to those matters is going to be important, but it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot to acknowledge those things. Yeah. Are you playing with your cards? No, why? It just sounded like you were shuffling. This? Yeah, I guess so. 223. Ooh. Hmm. I was about to say 2222. Really? Yeah. So the fact that you started off with 22 made me happy. We could do 222. And then I was going to do 111. 
Nice. Uh, 223 is what is your favorite song to sing in the shower? Hmm. That's a difficult question. <laughs> You're like, what day is it? What time of the day? <laughs> I'm not really the type of person who sings in the shower. <laughs> so I can't really answer. I feel that. For me, it's whatever song is playing. If I'm like feeling high emotion and I want to express that with my vocal cords, I'm not real picky about what it is. Preferably something that I can be loud and like feel the power of my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, two, 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 two. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I said the right amount. Um, what should we take measure of that we currently don't? Wait, can you repeat that? Yeah. It says, what should we take measure of that we currently don't? Like, what should we take notice of? Yeah, I think so, basically. The lack of empathy? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Um... Um, intentions. Mm. I think we judge things based off of like what's happening instead of trying to understand uh, the like what was intended by it. Because sometimes bad things happen as even though the intentions were pure, mm. and I think it'd be a lot easier for us in whatever, you know, way that's manifesting to learn quickest from it if there were understanding and compassion. Mm. So not assuming. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) All right, let's go to 111. I like this book. Mm. Um, what food best describes your personality? Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> a grape. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> a grape. Because <laughs> it can be turned into wine. <laughs> I have the serious side to me, the grape, and then the sexual side to me, or the seductive side <laughs> to me, the wine. I like it. No, that's not my final answer. (laughs) I didn't think so. I was waiting. Hmm. I guess a pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're all... Are they prickly? Kind of weird texture on the outside. They're like really sweet on the inside. You've got a solid core. Mm-hmm. Um, and too, too much of you can leave sores in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two, two answers. 
One is my favorite food, which is honey mustard wings. Um, and then say pomegranate. Ooh. Because I'm kind of nutty on the inside, but like I'm also sweet and good for you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean nutty on the inside? Pomegranate. They got the little like the seed yeah oh and it tastes kind of nutty it feels like eating a, a berry wrapped nut or a nut wrapped berry wait i'm so confused <laughs> the berries on the outside with the nut in the middle berry wrapped nut there we go are you see are you saying you eat the the seed the nut the inside do you like chew it yeah what, what? Do you, you don't do you spit like... out the seeds of a pomegranate? Yeah. You're talking about the, the the round red thing. You open it up and it's got the hundred little berries yeah. with the nutty stuff in it. Yeah, you eat the nuts. It's so good. What? <laughs> what, I'm going to sit there and like pop each bubble and spit it out? Yes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> You're missing out on all the nutrients. They're hard seeds. That, that doesn't feel good in my mouth. Yeah, I like getting a bowl of those mm. and, yeah, chewing them up. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, like, put... All mm. right, and everybody everybody eat, uh, pro- eats me differently. Everybody processes, processes me differently. So yeah. definitely a pomegranate. <laughs> yeah. No, I know people who do eat the seeds. Um, <laughs> but you were trying to make me feel weird. And <laughs> oh, I wasn't doing that on purpose. Assumption. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, too oh, complete. What at were this your game. intentions? Hmm. So, what was your intention in saying that then? Of just like it, I find it interesting that you eat the seeds. <laughs> it was more like I was fascinated. I was intrigued. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. I made assumptions. I don't accept your apology. Damn. The other thing I wanted to apologize about was last night I uh, gave you shit about wanting me to do like tarot reading and I was like you lazy fuck. Yeah. And and I was and I immediately felt your change in energy and I was like, man, I was trying to be playful, but that did not come that came across as harsh. Yeah. <laughs> um so I was like, damn, I didn't get a chance to apologize about that. Like I think she knows that my intentions weren't bad, but I still want her to know that I'm not the kind of person that is insensitive to the way my words uh have an effect or whatever and then also just being aware of how words are casting spells mm-hmm. and maybe more sensitive to just I'm already sensitive to it but it made me more sensitive to you know my choice of words but mm-hmm. yeah I thought I uh, triggered something within you like whenever someone says something mean to me I always the first thing I go to is oh 
did I make them feel bad? Did I do something? And then I get mad at them for saying whatever they said. But like first and foremost, I feel like I upset them, so they had to throw shade at me. Yeah. And then when you're taken the wrong way, it makes you lose respect for the person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that like I was trying to be playful, but I didn't I didn't like that and yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, and I asked you asked you to repeat it, and you said it the same in the same exact tone, like the tone that you said it in. I it's because I I was not I was trying to remain in myself and not change just because someone was calling attention to my behavior, but then I was able to think about it more and realize that's not how I wanted to be. Mm, gotcha. Because I'm adamant about being myself and not doing things because of other people mm-hmm. but I am um, examina- self-examinatory I doubt that's even a word but uh, enough to take the time to know what um, how my words affect people mm-hmm. also I could pick it up right away and I didn't know if it was like a misunderstanding uh, to where it wasn't anything or if it was a it's it's not uh, appropriate to be speaking to each other in that way anymore. Like um, and it felt like the latter that um, the world that we're trying to create and the relationships and the connection um that it's important not to be bringing low vibrational stuff into that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pick another number. Three. This time with a, and a thousand in front of it. Oh, oh, I keep forgetting that it goes to 3,000. Yeah. Hmm. 1,666. Nice. Let's see. Bless you. That was a hiccup. I bless hiccups. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, here we go. Oh. What is your favorite love song? Uh. I have a favorite love movie, but I don't know about song. Oh, wait. Oh, the one song. I don't know if it's a love song, but wait, what? I have to look this up. Something about a train. I think mine would be Tom Waits. Uh, I hope I don't fall in love. Because mm. <laughs> apparently he married the person he wrote that song about. Oh, wow. Well. Eh, I can't find it. I do. I'm going to do 892. Uh, Do you think guys should always pay? What about on the first date? Wait, do I think guys should always pay on the first date? It says always pay, like in general, and then also always pay on the first date. 
I think it's personal to everyone and everyone should just communicate things not yeah that's my answer yeah I feel that I don't like when somebody is making an assumption about that Mm -hmm. like I love to provide I love to be generous but I don't like um entitlement yeah I would feel weird like if I went on a date with a guy and just expected like I couldn't do that I that would be so weird to me (laughs) but I would awkwardly ask them so how are we paying for this (laughs) I don't know that's kind of what I would say I think I feel that usually I feel like the the paying thing if I don't know, it's because there's be- become such an association between a guy trying to get in a girl's pants, at least buy her dinner first. Mm. So this whole, like, doing this, we go to eat, and then kind of a nightcap type thing that I never, I guess I've been concerned about the possibility of a female thinking that I'm doing that instead of being confident in what my own intentions are. Mm -hmm. I've been worried about misrepresentation. So it's made me want to like pay for our own just so that they know that I'm just trying to get to know them. uh, If that makes sense. Mm. But I, I do that. I bring weirdness. I bring weirdness and strain and anxiety into connection when I'm trying to think from the perspective of the ways things could be taken that could cause me to lose that connection. Mm. And there's really no point in doing that because of who I am. There's nothing wrong with me Mm -hmm. or my intentions. And so I can rest in that and kind of eliminate all of that conversation internally. Mm -hmm. I have a question that's out of the book I mean I don't know if it's in the book it's yeah yeah um so how many dates would you wait until you personally would have sex with someone oh geez that's gonna be different for each connection um Mm. because there's just all sorts of factors at play of just like intentions Mm mm-hmm um and the type of energy like because there's even those interactions where I feel like you know that you're not going to be dating them for an extended period of time but you still want to know that person and share yourself with them uh are you saying you just want them for sex, but you know you don't want to get to know them more? No, I'm just I'm saying that there are some people that aren't <clears throat> um, growing at the same rate as me. So even though I really appreciate them as a person and want to care about them I know that it's going to be temporary because to share space with someone you have to be traveling parallel 
and the degree at which I'm going up is a lot more inclined than most of the people that I come across. So it isn't a like, I'm, oh, I'm just trying to have sex with this person. It's a, I know that our connection is going to be temporary. So... So then why would you even have a date with someone that you knew wouldn't, like, be at that growth rate that you are at? Because it's, um, I'm attracted to them, uh, and I want to share energy with them, and I know that their story and my story, we have messages for each other, and our energies are meant to dance, but not for long. That feels so unfair and sad. Why is that unfair and sad? Do you feel like a connection has to last in order for it to be meaningful? It just feels like like you pick and choose. Like Some girl is good enough and some girl is not. Well, yeah, I know that's not what it is. I don't know. Every single interaction has a different level of connection and you connect on different things. Mm-hmm. And people do have stuff to offer you, but it's not going to be something that can sustain you. And I don't think that should keep you from sharing space with that person. Just because I can't, just because I know that this person and I have less than a year that will be sharing space together, that's still fucking special. I'm still going to carry that person with me in my heart. The things they taught me, the energy that from being around them, that I became more like them and they became more like me, that stays with me. But what their purpose is does not align with mine to, to where it's, you know, practical that we'd be staying in each other's lives. That. I don't know, that to me is kind of beautiful that we are capable of having many interactions like that. And it's not about ownership that, oh, I need to find a special enough connection and then tag that shit that and that shit's mine mm-hmm. and they interact with me. Like that seems like uh, very selfish because like, for instance, I believe I have stuff to share with you and you have stuff to share with me. But I, I think that you have stuff to share with many guys in the future, girls too, but like some, to some level, other guys have stuff that I don't have that you will find healing that will mirror parts of yourself that I won't be able to light up in you. And you will do that for other people and for me to lay claim to you and be like oh if if I don't lay claim and make it to where ours is this special we own each other relationship then that means I don't really care about you I I think that's a a mental trap I think that's a, a lie I think where I was coming from more so is about feeling like you're just using that person for a little bit and then you drop them and go to the next which I know I need to change my like perception on that because everything here is for self-growth. It doesn't have to be seen as selfish, but for some reason I still feel like it is like 
using someone for their own benefits, even though both people get something out of it. I mean, I guess I feel like it's not up to me that I've wanted to make these people stay. And it, it was just for the lesson. And this is what I've come to. This isn't coming from a place of, oh, I'd like to sample pussy or something. This is coming from a place of I've tried to have a long relationship with people. And instead, all I got are lessons and transmute perspectives. And so I'm aware that maybe other people do find those types of relationships. And that's pure. That's wonderful. But there's some people that the work that they're doing requires that um, they're able to have the free spirit to connect with, like, some people are meant to connect with a lot of people, not just a one-on-one close relationship. Mm-hmm. And sex is just an expression of, of a sacred energetic exchange. Um, it's like... I think the myth, like, it's the where you think if you don't stay with somebody, then you objectified them. We gotta stop thinking that that's the only, like, this equals that, that there's other, the intention thing. Like, there's other stuff, other factors going on that, like, I 100% know there are guys that do that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I just mean that this structure of what's healthy is, you know, finding someone and then trying to be with them till you both die. I don't, I don't feel like that's a good model for everybody. Hmm. Coming to the topic of polyamory, or is that the word? Yeah, I think so. Paul polymers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we only... Uh, I haven't made my mind up about it yet. I feel you. I just feel like and... there's something special if it's just one and another person. Um... Like, they get each other's full energy. It's not like you have... One has to focus on multiple people dispersing their energy. Like, I don't know if people are capable of doing that. It feels so real, if like, real and full, if it's one and one person, like, two people. Yeah, and I guess that's why I don't call myself polyamorous is because for me it more it isn't necessarily like I'm having multiple partners at a time Mm -hmm. it's that I'm aware that the type of partnerships that I attract have to do with the work that I'm doing and the work that I'm doing is all about being triggered and transmuting that and connecting with others Yes. Well, it it started off with like learning how to have a connection with myself. And then as I'm strengthening that, I'm able to connect with others. Mm-hmm. So like, I honestly don't know. I'll speak very strongly to like 
what I'm feeling currently, but as experiences happen and, you know, perspectives change, so do feelings. So like I can talk about these things, but a year from now I may have experiences that transform that to where I feel very strong. That's part of being a Gemini. That's why people call us two-faced <laughs> is because we 100% feel and agree with two polar opposites mm -hmm. and we don't necessarily have control of the way we fluctuate between those, which can be very confusing to anybody else. And to ourselves, to be honest. <laughs> I never want to act like I know about relationships or sex or spirituality or like any of it. Like I can speak to my personal stream of consciousness and what I've experienced and the way that relates to me. And I try to share it in a way that other people can find relatable, but I, I never want to come across that. I think that I have the answers or know what's up or have this understanding mm -hmm. that others like need me or anything like that. I like to offer my speculation, uh, openly in hopes that it sparks something in someone to uh, like that it resonates and then they use that as like a beacon or a compass uh, to, to know themselves more deeply. Mm -hmm. I want to see what the very last question is. <laughs> question 3000 when you're sick do you grin and bear it or just curl up in bed as much as possible um it depends on which sickness yeah that's fair I mean I don't like pretending that I'm okay so I mean, actually, no, I sometimes do do that, but if no one's around, then I'll be good. I can just curl up. Yeah, I feel like if I don't have a sore throat or, or like, a pounding headache, mm -hmm. then I'm usually, like, it's whatever, it'll pass. Mm -hmm. But if I've got one of those, then, yeah, I'm trying to, like, be either sleeping or in a state of not thinking a few weeks ago, I had, like, some splitting headaches, uh, and it was for, like, three days. I had this sinus pressure headache that it was just the worst, and mm -hmm. I couldn't watch movies. I couldn't listen to music. Like, oh. everything was awful, and it, like, forced me into a state of meditation. <laughs> Did it help? Yeah, uh, when I wasn't thinking about anything, like when I was in that state, I, it didn't hurt. But mm. if I was doing or thinking anything, then yeah, I would ache. Do you play pool ever? Like billiards? Uh, I don't know what 
billiards are, but I play pool. Yeah, billiards is pool. Oh. With the eight ball and all that. Why do you? Um, when I have the chance, yeah, I like doing that. Mm-hmm. I like I like games. I like sports. Mind I games. Like wa- watching sports. Um. Y- yes. Did you I hear what I said? Mind games. <laughs> I love mind games. I don't like toying with people's emotions, and I don't like when people do that to me. Yeah, that's the one I was going for. <laughs> I, f- I figured, but I chose to take it <laughs> differently. Wait, have you seen that video, um, alt, alt Greg? No, I don't think I have. Oh, never mind that. <laughs> Oh, okay. But yeah, I also like games. Wait, which games did you say? I missed it. Um, well, I like board games, but I also like the more physical ones. Mm. Um, I like biking. I'm pretty good at basketball. Ooh, basketball. I love that one. You like basketball? Yeah, I'm short, but I'm good. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Um, I like volleyball. Um, I like playing football, but it's kind of hard to get enough people to, like, play a a game of football. (laughs) It's it's a little different. Um, Ultimate Frisbee is a lot of fun. I really like badminton. Badminton is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Not your picnic badminton, but like competitive shit. <laughs> um, I, the only thing, the only sports that like I'm hesitant about, honestly, are tennis because I'm not very good, and soccer because I'm not very good at like dribbling with my feet. Uh huh. Being athletic and, like, everything coming naturally to me and then finding sports where I couldn't excel right away, mm-hmm. uh, I think I gravitated towards other things. Mm-hmm. But I have, like, dribbled a soccer ball and do the thing where you, like, kind of hacky sack it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see why people love soccer for sure. <laughs> Tennis, I... Yeah, I get it over the net, but it also goes over the fence and over the street. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, but my roommate, tennis is like his jam. He was one of the state finalists or something. Hmm. Uh, but he was really good. Or is, but is injured. However that works. How about you? What sports uh, or games do you like um i mean i do enjoy basketball probably more than most other sports i also like soccer nice but that's about it oh i like yeah. kickball but i don't know if nice. anyone knows that game yeah i used to play growing up all the time <laughs> that's my favorite i love playing like in a cul-de-sac and trying to kick it over the houses. <laughs> that was fun. 
Did you play Foursquare? Ever? Yes. So, and I, I brought Foursquare to um, the uh, Daymar. We're doing uh, therapy with kids with autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the older kids, they're higher functioning. And I brought in a Foursquare ball and we like taped up the floor and tried to <laughs> introduce them to the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was definitely a childhood favorite. Or like nine square where you have nine in the middle. What? Yeah. You have like the eight squares surrounding the nine square. Oh, wow. That was intense. It was a lot of fun. Did you like the one game with the ball that's uh on the string and then, what's it called? Tether yeah. ball? I it's think tether, tether ball. ball. Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. best. That was fun. Cause it was right in your face. Yeah. It, where it's like it's constantly moving so you're staying engaged yeah the whole time. and you feel the the angst of the player across from <laughs> you too, right there face to face yeah definitely it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. i also just like tag that was fun yes uh, capture the flag was a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Wait, I changed my mind. Capture the flag is my favorite game. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't feel the opportunity to like do that anymore. So it doesn't feel like something I can participate in. But growing yeah. up, I definitely, that was a favorite. I think it'd be fun to play some type of capture the flag with four wheelers and paintball guns. I think that would be dope. <laughs> little like uh bmx bikes the four wheelers would be like for people that also had riders you'd use the four wheeler with somebody on the back and try and go towards the flag that would that's a good way to crash into some trees or something or into each other because i'd make a beeline for the flag and be like you're gonna chicken first and they're gonna be like you're gonna chicken first i'm defending the flag and then we crash and then we're laying on the ground with legs broken and we're just popping each other with the paintballs because I'm that competitive. <laughs> Typical life path five. I feel like that's a trait. Aggressive. I was thinking competitive, but... Competitive. I feel that. That's why we give the high five. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Just like after a competition, giving somebody a high five. I was, it was just a pun. Probably has nothing to do with it. Wait, because five? Life path five, competitiveness, giving someone a high five. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I just needed some clarification. I feel you. I feel like you get my humor pretty quickly. Um, you're just like diagnosing right now. <laughs> Yeah, as we all come into that stage of analyzing someone. Getting, yeah. Getting introduced to their humor, their sense of humor. It's interesting because you know how you get somebody's voice in your head or like you know the way that they think? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important to like 
when you, I mean, it doesn't matter how important it is as far as like being intentional about doing it, it happens naturally. But like, that's why the people you spend your time around, you become more like is because you get their self-talk or just the way they talk or like Mm -hmm. just their energy. And then you constantly have that with you. So in my journey, it was always helpful for me to like spend time around somebody who would call me out on my self-destructive like behavior, the way that I talk to myself. Cause then when it came up, when they weren't around, I would hear their voice Mm. and it would help me be like, man, somebody, even though they can't witness this right now, if they were here to witness this, this is what they would, they would say and hold me to this standard. And I really care about that person. And Mm -hmm. so I want to, I want to do that for myself. Uh, And then I think it becomes just respecting yourself and wanting to do that for yourself. But it really does help you start when you have those people uh, to give you those mentalities and those voices. And I think it's so cool to like meet people. And that's part of what I mean as far as like being with somebody forever is it's a energy that they can tap into uh, because they've absorbed that from you. your favorite color green um <clears throat> yes green and purple why i was gonna ask you what your favorite color was and then i was like i'll i'm just gonna try and guess <laughs> yeah nice is yours blue um blue it was blue growing up and then it was kind of blue and red and then it's purple now, but I still love blue and red. Mm. And then green, green is amazing. Yeah, you got all the colors. They're all beautiful. I know, it's it's hard. <laughs> the only ones that I'm like meh about are orange and yellow, but it usually has to do with my mood because it's just, I'm not in in orange or yellow mood as often (laughs) sacral and solar plexus chakra yeah maybe it means something yeah well i don't like being seen because of nurturing Mm -hmm. but i i know that i also do I'm just scared of being seen. Mm-hmm. Is seen which chakra? I thought that would be the throat chakra, but I don't know. I what feel like that's be. heard or understood. Mm. I feel like seen would be your solar, like your sun. Mm. Gotcha. Could be wrong. I know solar is all about uh, self-esteem and direction but it could also be that as well yeah i i feel like solar 
has a lot to do with like uh, your yang, like creative um, energy. Did you hear that? Definitely. We just made it to a hundred minutes. We just made it to a hundred subscribers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And follow our personal social media, which we're not going to give you, but <laughs> you can click below. Yeah. Is there a thumbs up button, do you think? Is there what? A thumbs up button, or is it like a heart or something? A life? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how people like their, uh, like, like podcasts. But I'm assuming. We should stop it now. Oh man, we missed it. It was at forty-four. <laughs> Wait, why forty-four? Because of your phone number. Yeah, but also mostly because it's the angel number. 44 means angels are around. Oh, I mean, they're around all the time. Yeah, but 44, <laughs> it means they're literally here. Like, yeah, they're well, around. But... Then that's why, that's why you noticed it. What do you mean? Even, even if we didn't finish the recording right then you took notice of it, it resonated with you, so that was a message for you. What was the message? That they're present with you. I don't see them. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, do, you, do you feel them, though? No, I'm not grounded enough. <laughs> and I don't feel like grounding myself right now. I listened to or watched a couple of those Anna Brown uh, YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and then I watched some of your videos, and there was the other con- uh, activation vibration. Yeah, I think I've listened to a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember if you gave me a third one or not. I think but I really like the Anna Brown ones. I love. I love how she communicates. Yes, not mm-hmm. just verbally, but with the eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's unwavering and it's so powerful. Yeah. And it really calls to that within myself. Mm-hmm. I just stare into her eyes the whole time. I love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like, I wish I could send, like, I wish I could give so many more people help and send them stuff. But I know some people, most people are just not ready to receive that type of information. Yeah. They don't get it. I feel you. Uh, I feel you because especially right now, it's like I really want to have a platform or something that I can be helping people. Mm-hmm. but then I see people who are doing that right now and I know I'm not there yet and so I feel like 
when I am a match to doing that is when I'll be sharing the stuff that's relevant and most useful to the world. Kind of like it's not my turn to be on stage yet. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm going over my lines and practicing it for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I know the baton will be handed to me. And in the meantime, I want to know my character so well that I, it's like, it's like acting in the way that when a actor is so believable, the the effect they have on making the audience feel things and like know things, but also it brings their fellow actors like more into the scene and into wow, their wow. characters. Um, which is why I feel like the most important thing for people is to be learning about themselves, knowing themselves and loving themselves, being compassionate. Cause I feel like that's how you get more into character and that's how you'll be useful. Mm-hmm. I agree. For anybody who's listening this far, thanks for listening to these ramblings and randomness. Is your hair that long in that one basketball video you made? <laughs> that was really crazy, huh? Like I threw it behind my back and it yeah. and went in. That was nuts. Was that real? Um Yes, it was real, and it was totally incidental. Like, I was trying to just make it straight in. Oh, my God. And I threw it, and I was like, whoop, way short. And then it bounced, and it went in. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, my hair's longer. Longer than that? Yeah, it's a little past my shoulders. Mm. Cool. Why? I'm just wondering. <laughs> You're, huh. What? I was like, oh. You went, huh, after I said that. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I honestly think it's attractive. There, I said it. Cool, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Plus, you had, you had was... this look in your eye when you did it. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of someone. But, <laughs> I don't know. It was interesting. What were you going to say? Um, I don't know. I, I started listening to what you were saying. Oh. I want to braid it. Like, I want I want to do something with it. But for now, I'm just growing it out. Oh, I was just going to say that growing up, I was never allowed to have my hair grow out. Mm. Um, and... It was kind of taboo for men to have their hair, like, long at mm-hmm. all. And then for me, once it started getting to that, like, swoopy <laughs> state, it was kind of like, hey, let's let's chop his hair down and give him Spock bangs. 
Oh boy. Make him ugly again. <laughs> but yeah, I've always had my hair short and I wanted to try growing it out because I've read things about how it's an extension of like your nervous system um, and can help with like intuition. And I don't know, even if I don't fully understand what it is, I wanted to experiment. Exper- yeah, experiment and experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever buzzed your hair before or gotten a shortcut? No, but I've been wanting to get that side buzz cut or whatever it's called. Or like an undercut yeah. or something. Um, I I did catch a glimpse of you during a couple of your videos, a couple expressions you made did make me think of uh whatever her name is, Kirsten whatever. Kirsten Stewart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then a lot of it is your energy that she, like in your video, you said that a lot of people think that she was a bad actor or didn't do a good job of showing emotions. I think she showed the conflicting emotions within her Mm -hmm. and trying to navigate and understand those, but she's also trying to be very independent and not just go along with what either of the boys say. Mm. But I don't know. Like, I definitely caught a glimpse of uh, that character's energy of just kind of, um, I don't know, it was very Bella. <laughs> and I disagree with you. Uh, hmm. But maybe it's because maybe it's because people called me uh, Edward before I ever saw the films. But um, I thought... Your team, Edward. I mean, I yeah, I get where you're coming from with where he was kind of controlling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought about that. And I think... I think his intention was he didn't really know. It was like she came into their lives... And then it was like he was trying to to lead her, but I feel like he was leading from a wounded, incomplete space. Mm -hmm. So it was, it wasn't actually as healthy. Like, I think his intentions were good, but it did come across as controlling. Yeah, but a lot of people have good intentions. That doesn't mean they know how to love. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And then I remember Jacob bothered me. Why? Uh, um, because it felt manipulative uh, the way that he would come at her. That yeah, he's it seems selfish from his side of things. Yeah, too. and maybe I o- maybe I only noticed his selfishness at the time, mm-hmm. and not as much Edwards. But I think they're both. yeah i don't think i don't think they saw her as an independent being they saw her as helpless and that they needed to like rescue her Mm -hmm. which to some extent she was naive about what was going on but there should have been more uh communication in the way of of trying to help her 
understand so that they can make decisions together or she can make her own decisions. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that lore. That was... I think it's been ingrained in me way too much. And that's why I still like the idea that they, like, they helped her and they were her savior. But, you know, it's all programming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Wait. I I don't like that she came across as wounded the entire series. Mm. Um, because she is kind of representing a divine feminine and it's making room for girls who identify with that to see themselves as victims and to see men as the answer Mm -hmm. uh, to saving them. That's literally every film in America, or I guess in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. It's because these archetypes, it's they. There is a healthy balance, but the sacred balance between them has uh, been dismantled, and they've been pitted against each other to be in. Well, to explore separateness and uh, the polarities of them. Yeah. And I feel like we're finally to the point that we're restoring balance to those things, which means we're going to be um, overstanding uh, what we didn't understand before about ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did you like the Twilight movies? or did... Um. Yeah, I did. I only saw them once. And uh, I was definitely drawing hardcore parallels to what was going on currently in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, Which made me be that much more engrossed in them. Do you still like them, or do you feel like you have grown out of? I still love them. I mean, I haven't seen them in a little bit, but I still love them. I had, or, I mean, they were college friends. I don't, yeah. I knew some people who, they went on a, like a spring break trip to, uh, wherever they shot that, I think it was in Washington. Uh, yeah, and I saw some pictures and made me want to visit. That was before I ever saw the movies. Uh, just those woods, like where they shot, is beautiful. Mm. I love like thick woods with mist and fog. Mm, yes. I don't think I've ever been in that type of setting, though. Not where I live. I feel like that's in California. Yeah. I'm not, like, the most I would have experienced would be experiencing fog and being in woods that you can see through to the road or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the reason I go camping. The reason that I still like Twilight, I think, is because I still feel like Bella. Like, I mean, not exactly yeah. like her, but like I understand all of her emotions that she shows or does not show. Yeah. So. Do you feel like? Um. Do you feel like too in the way that she is special? in the story that's being told and she's a very main character especially in comparison to like the other characters in that film do you feel like that's your destiny in a way of what you're doing here is that you have a special role that may i don't know make you stand out more than regular people i mean i think everyone is wants to think that what <laughs> everyone wants to think that they're special i mean i think that everyone is special everyone's special in their own view like everyone is living in their own world everyone has just yeah. their own yeah bubble but... and what they consider to be an adventure or like a fulfilling life is it's different but no less valid I guess I guess I feel like existence is full of magic and those stories like Narnia where it's like I, I am one of those who experiences existence like that that there is a magical side and no I haven't been to Narnia but I know I know magic exists mm-hmm. and I know that it's meant for me and uh, like I want other people to partake in that but I don't kind of like we talked about earlier I think it was over text about the roommate thing is that not everybody is interested in uh, aligning with that reality. Yeah. So it's not that I think I'm more special than somebody. It's that my awareness and desires are going to take me places that I don't think everybody like is going to be. Uh, I hope that made sense. Yeah, it did. <laughs> there's so many people in the world it would be difficult to unite all of us in a way I feel like to get us all on the same page the same consciousness level like that's just not gonna happen and it's that way for a reason yeah yeah If only countries and separations didn't exist. Well, I feel like that's part of what like incarnation and reincarnation and stuff is, is that when you die, you take the energy that you've harnessed in that lifetime Mm -hmm. with you. And some people, while they're here, get distracted or they forget that they can 
add more light to their being and grow through their experiences and they play it small and they don't make the most of their opportunities and they don't utilize their free will to create. And I feel like they're definitely not going to be a part of, you know, ascension. So I don't know how that manifests as far as existing within the same physical reality. Like 